You are listening to Words from the Servants, a podcast produced by the Servants of the Word, an international ecumenical brotherhood of men living symbol for the Lord. You can download this podcast from our website or access it on iTunes or any other podcasting apps. 1 John chapter 2, verses 1-2 to two. My little children, I am writing this to you so that you may not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous, and he is the expiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. It's a crucial pair of verses as we meditate this week on the sacrifice that Christ made for the sins of the world. John says, my little children, and he addresses them as those whom he intends to bring to maturity as a Christian community. It's not meant to be either a sentimental or a patronizing term, but a term for those who are to grow up into full maturity in Jesus Christ. And he says, I'm writing you this instruction so that by means of enlightenment and exhortation, you may have a help not to sin. And so he implies that it's possible to avoid sin, at least to avoid serious sin, grave sin of the kind that's spoken about in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 or elsewhere in the New Testament that is uh, disruptive of our fundamental relationship with the Lord, that would sever our relationship with the Lord without full repentance. I'm writing this so that you may not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. So if we sin, we have someone who acts as an advocate, something like an attorney for the defense. He would be someone in a case like this who would be able to get us free from the worst consequences of our having sinned. If we do sin then approaching the throne of grace, we find help in time of need because we have an advocate there. And that advocate is Jesus Christ, who himself is the righteous, the innocent one. Because he's free from sin, he qualifies as an advocate in good standing with the Father. And because he's unblemished, because he's righteous, He's able to be the expiation, as the RSV translates it here, for our sins and the sins of the whole world. The term expiation, uh, rather than the alternative, propitiation, was the longest discussion that the translators of the Revised Standard Version had over the text of the New Testament translation they produced in the 1950s. Expiation refers to a wiping out or a blotting out. Propitiation refers to something that's done in order to dispose someone positively or perhaps to turn away an unfavorable reaction. In either case, what's behind it is the term uh, hilasmos, which translates the Hebrew term for a covering or an atonement. 
and it refers to the sacrifice that Christ has made for our sins. If you think of it as expiation, it's dealing with the sin itself, wiping it away. If you think of it as the offering to the one who receives it, to God, you can think of it as the propitiation that makes us in some way acceptable to God. In either case, he's referring to what deals with sin, the sacrifice that allows us now to be right with God as he is right. In this, he says, is sufficient not only for our sins, but for the sins of the whole world. This reminds us in this Holy Week that Christ came to make an offering that's acceptable not only for my sins, not only for our sins, not only for the sins of the whole church through the ages, but for the sins of all those who call upon him in faith and turn to him in repentance. One man... One man who is the Son of God become incarnate alone by his own power, by his own grace, offers himself freely in love to the Father in order to deal with the sins of every man, every woman in the whole history of the world, provided that they turn to him in faith and in repentance. That's worth pondering at some length this week. That's worth our gratitude and our awe as we consider Jesus Christ, the righteous, who gave himself as a fragrant offering, a sacrifice, an expiation, an atonement for our sins. This podcast was produced by the Servants of the Word, the Brotherhood of Celibate Men that is part of the Soul of the Spirit an international ecumenical network of covenant communities. If you would like to support this and other ventures, simply go to www.servantsoftheword.org forward slash donate.